What's up, you guys? It's your girl and I, Ivy, and welcome back to my podcast. Thank you guys for being super patient because y'all been cursing me out. Like, uh-uh, girl, we need a new episode. Okay. <laughs> but I'm here. We're here. Don't curse me out. Don't tweet me. <laughs> okay? Um, so if you guys are not hips, I do have a new, a brand new, capital N-E-W, bitch, new. I have a new account. On my Twitter, don't worry about the old one, okay? We're moving on to new and better things. So I have a new Twitter, and on my Twitter, I ask you guys, what should the next topic be? So if you guys want to keep tabs and you guys want to, you know, know what's tea, make sure you guys follow me on my Twitter. So I asked you guys what the next topic should be. These were the options, okay? I asked you if you wanted me to talk about hating assholes, fake slash toxic friendships, or how to not give a fuck. And 52% voted how to not give a flying motherfuck. And guess what? That's my favorite thing to talk about. So if you guys are interested, stay tuned. We not dealing with no negative shit, period. All right? If you got a group of people that you call your friends and shit, and they not supportive, fuck them hoes. So I'm going to say this, PSA, because I know there's a lot of sensitive people in the world. And I know a lot of people like to take things, bits and pieces, and apply it to them when it actually has nothing to do with them. <laughs> um, this is my personal experience. I'm not downplaying anybody. I'm speaking on my personal experience. Take it how it resonates. Um, but, yeah, this is, this is kind of how I've learned to not give a fuck. Um, for those who do not know, I am Cape Verdean and Puerto Rican. Please do your research on what those two things are because a lot of people are very ignorant. I, I, I learned how, how I think me moving around from being from up north and moving down south, I realized like a lot of people are really fucking oblivious to a lot of shit. You know, I grew up in a neighborhood where I had Caribbean friends. I had West Indian friends. Like, you know, and then you move down south and people are like, are you Mexican? Like, excuse me, what? <laughs> But um, open a fucking book and educate yourself. That's all I just want to say. Um, but I grew up in a school where, you know, it was, it was a mix, mixture of students. You had, like I said, I have West Indian friends. I had Jamaican friends, Haitian friends. I think we had a couple of Jewish kids in there. Okay? That's New York for you. Um, and I remember being picked on. Not like teased or like bullied, but I remember like getting picked on. And I remember girls would, like, play in my hair and pull on it and make fun of me and be like, oh, Anaya, blah, 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 blah. Like, just doing evil kitty shit. That's what kids do. They like to be fucking evil. And that's due to the fact that they're probably not getting the type of attention that they want at home. So they get dropped off at school, and then kids like me have to deal with that bullshit. So I remember I was eight years old, and I had got wingworm. And I had a big-ass fucking patch on the back of my head. That's because kids were playing in my head. And at this time, you know, I didn't know how to stand up for myself. And I remember people would be like, oh, and I, you so soft. Because I never wanted to fight. Like, why am I fighting you? You get what I'm saying? Like, you're fucking with me. And you're picking on me. And I did nothing to you. And I think this is where I kind of learned how to not give a fuck about what people thought and felt about me. You know, and I remember taking medicine, and I remember going home crying, telling my mom I wanted to cut my hair so I could fit in with everybody else. Because I felt like 
the odd kid. Like I had long fucking hair as a child. My hair went down to my ass and other kids will make me feel like bad for having the, what the fuck I had. And I remember going home crying to my mom, telling her I want to cut my hair, I want to cut my hair. So maybe I thought people would leave me alone. And then, you know, I remember saying like to my mom, like, I want to, like, I remember just wanting to fit in, and that was such a problem for me. Like, why do I want to fix what I have to fit in to accommodate how other people feel so they can be comfortable around me? I think at that moment, I start giving a fuck. You know what I'm saying? I started being more comfortable in my skin and accepting that I am a mixed child. I will not apologize for no bitch who felt uncomfortable standing next to me. I will, not, I will not dim my light to make somebody else feel like, oh, okay. No, I'm not doing that shit. I remember being a kid and fucking feeling sorry for myself because I didn't know how to stand up for myself. Because I was afraid that I was going to get jumped or fucking bitches wanted to fight me after school because of how the fuck I looked. I stopped caring about that shit. I think it took me like almost middle school, high school, I was giving bitches the business. Because it's, it's to a point where you get pushed to a corner and you have no choice but to defend yourself. You know what I'm saying? I didn't start getting vocal until I was a teenager of speaking my mind. Because it comes to a point where people say things and do things and you're supposed to be okay with it. And it's like, nah, bruh, that shit not cool. I learned how to not give a fuck by just being myself. Being myself and not caring who liked it or not. I had so many haters, you guys. I had so many women... I wouldn't even say women because we're not even grown. But at that time, I had so many girls dislike me growing up because of my complexion. I had so many girls dislike me because of my hair. I had so many girls dislike me because of the clothes I wore. I had so many girls dislike me to the main fact because I was confident in myself. You never judge anybody. You don't know what the fuck people have gone through. To be where they are or how they carry themselves. Everybody has demons in their closet. There's plenty of things I've gone through and went through that have made me stronger. To be the woman I am today. If I would have allowed these girls to pick and bully on me. Ain't no telling what kind of fucking pushover soft bitch I be. But I thank those girls for reminding me to not ever apologize for how I look. I remember crying, going home, wanting to cut my fucking beautiful hair because girls made me feel like I was not worthy or accepting of, projecting their insecurities upon me. I wish I could hug those girls, being a woman now and understanding their pain, but your pain didn't need to be reflected upon me because I had to grow up and deal with that bullshit. Hurt people hurt people. And once you realize to not care and not give a fuck about certain shit because it does not, it's not, I had to learn, like, this is not about me. You get what I'm saying? That's a lot of situations I had to place myself in. And that takes somebody being mature. And, And for me being an emotional person, I had to learn how to balance my emotions and not take shit so fucking personal into heart because it's not meant for me to take personal. Take the lesson out of it. That lesson that, 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 that point in time in my life taught me to be my fucking self. That's what it taught me. Not to accommodate 
someone else so they can feel comfortable, not to dim my light, not to, you know, play myself in a sense so other people can feel comfortable. No, I had to be real and I had to just be me. And I had to learn even with being on social media, like you go through so many stages in life. Like that was just one phase, you know what I'm saying? The whole hair situation. Then I had a phase in high school where I had girls not like me because of how I carried myself. I had a girl who lived in my neighborhood who didn't like me because before I even got to high school, she didn't like me because I was walking to the bus stop and she thought I was stank. What? Don't compare me to anybody because of my complexion. Don't compare me to anybody because the way I dress or how my hair looks. That's very frustrating. For someone to pinpoint you out and want to pick on you or dislike you because of those fucking features, bitch, you're dumb. For real, for real. Because anybody or any woman who knows me, I'm cool and down to earth. I ain't no stuck-up bitch. I ain't no bougie-ass, oh, I can't do that. I'm not that type of person. I hate when people project their insecurities upon me or other women like myself. The way they carry themselves. That doesn't mean I'm cocky. That means I'm confident. I went through a lot of shit to be comfortable in my skin. I went through a lot of shit not feeling ever accepted by any fucking side I am. Oh, you're not black enough. Oh, you're not Spanish. You don't speak Spanish. I done dealt with all that shit. You think I'm going to let some funky ass bitch make me feel like I'm not that bitch? Bitch, you're bugging the fuck out. I went through years having to teach myself that I am worthy. I'm not going to let society box me in and tell me because of my complexion I'm this. Now, fuck all that. That's the art of not giving a fuck. That's the art of not caring what people think and say about you. I went through so much I had. I was in high school, bitches talked about me. I didn't give a flying fuck. Because at the end of the day, people that talk about you want to be like you. They want to be your friend. They want to shop where you shop. They want to wear the same lipstick you wear. They want to be you, sis. I had to learn that. I couldn't come to my mom and tell her that she, she didn't understand. I personally had to learn that. I had to learn that these girls like me. They just don't want to like me. <laughs> these girls adore me. They just don't want to tell me, and that's okay. You know what I'm saying? I had to learn that these girls were not intimidated because of how I looked. They were intimidated because of my confidence. All the bullying and bitches talking shit and wanting to fight me, that built character for me. And I thank those girls because they were lost and damaged and they reflected their issues and problems upon me. But I'm a strong woman. I was always been a strong child. I may have cried and had my moments, but it built character. I would ask and pray as a child, asking God, why me? Why am I having issues with these girls and I've done nothing? It's not about that. Sometimes the issue is not even you. I used to have long conversations with my mother growing up about, the, about these topics. You know what I'm saying? Mother's like, oh, fuck them. They just hating. And I get it. As a child, it's hard to hear that. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I remember in high school, I wanted to switch high schools because bitches was doing the most to make sure that my day was miserable. Like, what the fuck? Fighting and shit. 
I'm not a confrontational person, but once I get pushed to that limit, bitch, it's off with your head. And anybody who knows cancers will bottle shit in, and then it explodes. You know what I'm saying? I think I mastered the art of not giving a fuck because I cared and valued more how I felt about myself. I cared and valued more about how I felt and viewed myself versus how other people felt and viewed me. I really didn't care how people looked at Anaya. I was more concerned about how, how do Anaya feel about Anaya? And I felt I was amazing. I felt I was beautiful. I felt I was worthy. I felt I was smart. I felt I was, you know, all these amazing things. And I didn't allow people to project their problems and issues upon me. Because I did when I was eight years old. You know what I'm saying? You have to look back on your life and feel like, okay, what did I learn from this? That was a, uh, that was a learning point for me as a young lady being eight years old. You know what I'm saying? I had to learn that people hurt people hurt people. That's what they do. But you can't care. You can't. I don't know how to, excuse me, explain this, <laughs> um, but it's just more so I just, I just didn't want to care. I just didn't, I didn't have the urge to care. I think that's what it was. I, I had went through so much shit of people saying this and people feeling like this and then, you know, putting myself out there on social media and making a YouTube channel. That's a whole other world within itself where you have hundreds and thousands of people that don't know you from a fucking hole in the wall um, making their own ideas about you or making their own assumptions about you or they may have followed you and oh she said this and she did that and oh she's like this and she's like oh and I heard that people are gonna do that and I had to learn that very early on when I decided to put myself out there you know what I'm saying I've dealt with that in in school I went through my my bullshit and my bullies and hating ass bitches in high school I think I can handle that in the real world. And I think that for me, I don't care what somebody online who's a fucking troll has to say about me. I went through all kinds of shit. I could write a whole fucking chapter on the type of shit I went through. You know what I'm saying? I've learned to accept my flaws. People always want to talk about my cheeks and my teeth. Listen, there's nothing that you, you could say about me that I haven't heard in fucking elementary, middle school, bitch. Okay. Oh, and I, your face is there. I didn't heard it at all. I've heard it all. There's no, there's nothing under the sun that I haven't acknowledged myself or heard it from somebody growing up. That's the gag because people always want to point out your flaws. But baby, I've accepted my flaws. That's made me who and, and what I am. People always want to talk shit about my mouth. Bitch, I'm from New York. Fuck is you talking about? You don't have to like it. People, I learned with social media, people always want to point out something that they feel is a little bit off. It's okay, bitch. God made me like this. You don't have to like it. I like it. And that bothers people when you like you. When you accept you. People don't like that. People don't like when I don't give a fuck about how they fucking feel. I could care less about your concerns and predictions. I don't care. You're talking to the wrong one. <laughs> it bothers people Because people want people to care I'm not the one I don't went through all kinds of shit I don't give a fuck How you feel Because <laughs> I worked so hard to make sure that Anaya cares Because at one point Anaya didn't care She cared about every fucking thing else And that's so unhealthy 
I will tell any woman listening to this episode, you need to care how you feel about you. Period. Not how your man feel, not how your mother feel, not how your, not how your family feel about you. How do you feel about you? That is the only thing that's important. When you think you're worthy and you think you're powerful, you move as such. When you think low of yourself, you move low through life. I never wanted to feel low. I never wanted to feel sorry or play a victim to some shit. Nah, I'm beautiful. And, and if it makes somebody else feel uncomfortable, nah, ain't got shit to do with me, bitch. Go see a therapist. You know what I'm saying? I had to learn in high school that these girls were picking on me because... They saw something in me that I technically didn't really see in myself. And these are the same bitches hitting me up on social media. Oh, my God, and I am so proud of you. Bitch, suck my dick. You made fucking high school hell for me, bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I be wanting to say that. But it's just more so like, thank you, low key. Because without you, I wouldn't have been this fucking outspoken or had a platform to do so. Thanks. People don't realize, like, you're, you know, people don't pick on shit that they don't you know, people don't attack things that, are, that aren't great. You know what I'm saying? The art of not caring what your family think about you is because they don't pay your fucking bills. That's why. You think I care about what certain people think about me? No. These are thoughts. Thoughts are free. Those thoughts don't pay my bills. Okay? What you think about you is what's most important, not what society thinks. Beauty, the standard of beauty is blonde hair and blue eyes and straight hair. Well, bitch, I don't fit into none of that shit. But I'm beautiful. I don't look for acceptance from, from men. I don't look for acceptance in other women. I don't look acceptance from my family because I've never been fucking accepted. You know how many times people tell me, oh, now you're not black enough. Oh, you're not Spanish. I don't give a fuck. I'm me, bitch. I'm not here to fit into what people want me to be. I'm just not. I will tell any woman this. Stop worrying about what you fit into. Stop worrying about what people think about you. Who gives a flying fuck? Do these people pay your bills? No. Does this make you happy? No. Does this serve you? No. So why do you care? Back to my main question when I first started. So why do you even care? Why do you care? And I get that most women overthink things and, oh, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I'm the type of friend, like, we could be out and I'm on the phone and somebody look at me crazy. I'm like, bitch, I don't care. I'll never see them again. <laughs> I'm that type of friend. I just don't care. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Master the art of not caring. I didn't say this happened overnight. I brought it back to me being a child. It took me a while took me confidence it took me a lot of guts and balls to to be okay with Anaya because everybody else wasn't okay with Anaya and I had to dig deep and be like damn why are people so threatened by me I haven't even done anything and I had to realize it's it's, it's just because people people are be people so fucking insecure and not confident in themselves that they'll pick on a fucking child even adults you know what I'm saying? People will see the shine and greatness in you. Don't ever dim your light to make anybody feel comfortable. I've done that before, and I will never do that again. I don't care what complexion you are, what race you are, whatever the fuck. You're mixed, you're this, you're that, because technically ain't nobody 100% fucking black if we want to be real. Because I'm sick of y'all bitches too. 
Oh, Anaya, you not even black, though. Oh, and you more black than the next person? Man, get out of here. You know, I don't allow those people to make me feel less than. You have to fill your own cup, whether that be in a relationship, whether that be in society, whatever it is. You fill your own fucking cup up. You give yourself positive affirmations every day. Like my mom. My girl Malika tell me, write positive affirmations on your mirror. Do it with a fucking lipstick. I'm worthy. I'm smart. I'm beautiful. So when you do step out into the real world, you don't give a fuck what nobody think about you. Because you think more of yourself than what somebody view you and their tiny ass perception of you. Period. You got some people that don't even fucking like themselves. So when they see you, they're like, Ugh. Yeah, because I'm what you want to be, bitch. Thank you for reminding me. Thank you for trying to give me your negative energy and I bounce that shit right off because, bitch, I vibrate fucking high. That's why your words don't affect me. It took me years to build this shit up. You could do that to the next whack hoe who don't know herself, but I'm not the one, bitch. Not the one. Not the one or two or the three. <laughs> Never apologize. That's how you not give a fuck. And I'm telling you, it kills people because people be wanting you to care. Ooh, child, they be wanting you to care. They want you to cry, ball up in a ball. They want you to feel exactly how they feel about themselves. That's why they projected that shit in the first place. That's why I laugh when people bully kids or they get online. You got to understand, a lot of people got a Wi-Fi connection. You got idiots that can go anywhere and buy a phone and fucking get a Wi-Fi connection and talk shit. Anybody could do that. You know what I'm saying? Anybody could do that. <laughs> you got to learn, like, to not give a fuck. Because all that shit don't mean nothing. Anybody can get online and talk shit. But how many people can say that shit to your face? That's the gag. You feel me? That's the gag. If you're struggling with, with you know, not caring and... Just not thinking too much about what people think and feel about you again. Think about yourself. Like, when I think about there's moments in my life where I, I'll start to whatever, backtrack. I have to think about eight-year-old Anaya who wanted to cut her hair because little girls made me not feel pretty. You know what I'm saying? I have to think about her. I have to think about my inner child and make sure every day I'm fighting and make sure, like, nah. Because I remember that moment in my life very vivid. I really do. I have to make sure that I'm making her proud. I have to make sure that she feels comfortable being the little girl and the woman that she wants to be. I have to make sure that is safe for her. That's my goal. I don't give a fuck how somebody fucking feel about me. I have to be concerned about little Anaya. When little Anaya used to go home crying, talking about she want to cut her fucking hair. So, so she don't have to get wingworm. People don't play in her hair. I got to think about her. Got to think about me. That's who I got to think about. So when you think about caring about what the fuck somebody think and feel about you, think about, think about you. Think about the younger version of you or your future self about you. All right, you guys, so this is the girl talk portion of Z-Podcast. 
So um, I ask you guys to send me an email. For those who do not know, girl, you can go right on my Instagram. It's going to have a tab that say email. You subject it, girl talk. Please include your age so I can, I can give you guys the right age appropriate advice. Okay? So this one says, hey, Anaya, for one, I want to say you're amazing. Everything you do, keep up the great work. I'm rooting for you. Thank you. So this one, she says, I'm going to try to keep it short. Girl, please and thanks, because y'all be sending me whole essays. So when y'all asses be in school and y'all got to write something, child, y'all can write. Y'all can write that paper, because y'all be writing me whole paragraphs and essays about some ancient nigga you fucking with. So, side note. <laughs> so this one says, I'm 23. I'm a Pisces. I love how raw y'all cancers are. Child of sirens just be fucking up the vibe. All right, so she says, um, anyway, I'm still in college and I found a new place. My mom is basically telling me why am I moving out, this and that, and the third. I'm pushing myself to be independent and stop finding happiness in others, basically. I have a year and a half left in you and I, and I plan on finishing. But in my household with my mom, there's too much going on, meaning people. I feel like I get distracted very easily. I'm trying to train my thoughts, but I feel like I can't do that with distractions and people telling me what to do. My question to you is, how do I train my mind not to care what others think about my decision? I love my mom, and I feel like she's holding me back from growing up. Um, That's normal for your mom to like baby you, because that's what the fuck moms do. I feel like um, you need to have a game plan. See, I've learned with my mom, like, I couldn't ask my mom or tell my mom shit unless I had all the details. Meaning, this is just a story so you can kind of get where I'm coming from. Um, if I asked my mom as a teenager, like, hey, mom, I'm going to this party. Can I go? The first thing my mother's going to ask me, who are you going with? Where is it? Where is it? What time is it over? So I learned very early on whenever I'm telling my parents something, I have everything that I'm telling them. So I would tell my mom, okay, mom, I'm going to this party. It's over here. It starts at the... So she didn't have to ask me no fucking questions. So it was never no or blah, 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 or I'm getting a whole fucking lecture. A lot of people need to learn, teenagers especially, when you're talking to your parents or you're telling them something or just young adults because you still live at home, when talking to your parents, you cannot talk to them like you talk to your friends. You have to talk to them like you're at a job. You know how when you, when you work and you have a boss and you want to ask your boss for a day off? You don't just come to them any kind of way. You have to build that type of a relationship with your parents. And I think a lot of the times parents don't respect their children's choices because it doesn't sound like you're serious. sounds like you're on that bullshit or you, or you may not be mature or prepare financially to move out on your own so I don't think that your mom per se doesn't want you to grow up I think that with parents because I'm generally speaking want to make sure that their children is financially stable and prepared for all that comes with living on your own it's not just oh I'm 18 and I want to move out move out and do what do you have enough money to pay your bills? Do you have enough money to actually put food in your house? Do you have money to pay your light bill, your electricity? You know what I'm saying? Do you have renter's insurance? It's a lot of things that go into it. So I, I don't think that parents want to baby their children. I think that parents want to make sure that their kids is financially stable. So if you're living at home and your mother's not asking you for rent money or whatever the case may be, take advantage of that. Because when you get out on your own and you get into the real world, 
Ain't no uh, backtracking. That's what my mother used to tell me. Your ass is either in or you out. <laughs> so I think it's great that you're 23 years old and you want to leave home. I think that you just need to make sure that you have an actual game plan that makes sense financially for you to be on your own. Um, you know, if you can live at home as long as you can, I would tell you to do so. There is no rush to growing up. There is no rush to having your own. But if you're at this point in chance in your life where you feel I am financially ready, I am financially stable to take care of myself and not depend on my mother, then you should do so. Um, I think when talking to your mom, you should you should tell her, like, have a mature adult conversation. Because I think that's what it is. I think that parents don't take their children very seriously based on the conversation that they have with their children. That's why people feel like, oh, my mother doesn't understand. She holding me back. No, I think that it's just conversation. If you sound mature, you sound like you got all your shit together then I don't see what the problem is. You feel what I'm saying? So if you're financially ready and stable to move out and be on your own, that is really not a conversation to just keep having with your mom. Like, you know what I'm saying? You tell her what it is and that's it. Um, distractions and people around you, I totally understand because I used to live at home and had other, you know, people and things like that. You have to be grounded within yourself to not care what people think. Again, that's more so what do you think and feel. You know what I'm saying? Being realistic and thinking long-term, always have like a five- to three-year plan of what may go right and what may go wrong. My mother used to always tell me have a plan A, plan B, plan C, because sometimes things don't work out the way we want it to. So just keep that in mind, and that's my advice to you. But if you feel you're ready to go, you know, have that adult conversation with your mom. It doesn't mean argue with your mom and sound like a little brat and a little kid. You know what I'm saying? That means being an adult and having a conversation with your parents. I wanted to kind of keep this episode short, but I love you guys. Thank you guys so much for rocking with me, supporting me, and telling your family and friends and sharing my podcast on social media. I definitely do appreciate it so much, so much. Um, for those who do not know, I am going on tour I'm going to six different cities. It is posted on my Instagram page. So if you guys don't follow me on my Instagram, girl, what is you doing? It's at T-H-E-A-N-A-Y-A-L number eight T-E-R, the Annihilator. And if you guys are looking to collaborate or work with me on my tour, I'm looking for volunteers. I'm looking for people to take pictures and, you know, I am doing vendors at these events. So if you guys are interested in knowing more information, please make sure that you guys are sending an email to Girl Boss Tour, wait, Girl Boss Talk Tour at gmail.com. The email is on the flyer. Um, right now I have my New York City tickets available to purchase, but I'm super excited to go on tour and meet you ladies and talk about my experience you know, with branding, marketing, and just empower you guys and uplift you guys and do that in person because, you know, we got to get a little bit closer than this damn podcast now. But um, <laughs> I love you guys and thank you guys so much as always. And we'll talk on the next episode. What's up, you guys? It's your girl and I, Ivy, and welcome back to my podcast. So today's episode, I'm going to be talking about toxic friends, um, just toxic people and what the fuck toxic means because a lot of people throw that term around too damn loosely nowadays. So if you guys are interested in listening, stay tuned.